Welcome back, everybody. This is episode four of the Gray Area Podcast. I am back in lovely Dallas. I took a little vacation to Cal. Oh, excuse me, California. Uh, well, this little macaroon here stayed in Teja. How was it, man? What'd you do? While well, you were gone, and just worked a little bit. Not a whole lot besides that. All right. Just all kept right. up with the uh, the fam bam, and I really did nothing but eat and watch movies. Nice. That's really it. Nice. I didn't have a whole lot planned. I just kind of went out there sporadically, um, but it was fun. I, I watched some, oh, excuse me, watched some good movies and uh, ate some good food. God, there was this fucking horrible place that I ate at. They had something called Chihuahua Cheese. I got nachos. It was horrendous. I didn't eat for like two days because of it. Awesome. Anyways, whatever. Football season is almost back. I know that excites you a little bit, maybe sexually or whatever. Um, a little bit. So, what are you excited about? What's going on? I I I know a whole lot less than you do about sports. Foot, football. I'm excited about football. Mm-hmm. Anything in particular? Or just that football is going to be back. Well, that. But the Eagles. Love them Philadelphia Eagles, man. No, I just want them to do well this year. Finally, finally. Well, getting rid of Chip Kelly was probably a good thing. That guy was Absolutely. a fucking cancer. Um. What's this craziness about there's somebody trying to get paid as two players or some bullshit like that? <laughs> yes. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. That guy, he's running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I think he had some stats that said, like, he was statistically, like, their second wide receiver as well. Behind A.B. or what? Yeah. And so, essentially, he's saying that he's, he's filling the roles of two players, therefore he wants to get paid um, – like he is two players, which wait, is wait, wait, hang on a second. Yeah, two players means you can have both those motherfuckers on the field at the same time. Right. You can't be a running back and a wide receiver at the same time. Right. Yeah, I mean, you can be a running back that catches, or you can right. be a wide receiver. Excuse me, that runs the ball, but you can't be like, all right, dude, I'm going to throw to you, but I'm going to run. I'm, I expect you to block and whatever. I mean, it's well, it's like taking plays off. Like you can't be both on the same same play like you could you he could slot out wide or in the backfield but that'd be two separate plays like he couldn't be both at the same time so wanting to be paid like both what's the likelihood he's getting paid as both or he's going to oh he i don't think so at all i think he's already uh getting paid like just like as a running back but they won't give him a long term because here's the thing like they won't pay him long term because he um he gets injured he's had he's missed seasons he's already missed lots of games he's been suspended for like weed and a bunch of different stuff um he missed time when he played the when they played the patriots in the in the playoffs like you're not gonna get paid as like playoffs (laughs) (laughs) talking about playoffs but uh he uh yeah you can't just expect to be paid like the best if you're not even on the field whenever anyone says practice or playoffs that's the first thing that comes to my mind practice i'm talking about practice Okay, you don't know what I'm talking about. I don't. All right, anyways. The other hilarious, kind of not hilarious stuff going on in the NFL is the Cowboys stuff. I mean, first of all, we hate the Cowboys. Um, Yeah, we live in Dallas and hate the Cowboys. I think we're the only people that live in Dallas and actually despise the Cowboys. Probably. But even before, hey, look, I'm not a Philadelphia fan, but I went to a Cowboys game and nearly got killed. I got jumped by, how many people was there? Oh, man. At least, like, ready to go, at least, like, 50 people, 50 Cowboys fans that weren't even in the stadium. They were, like, on the outside 
pre-gaming or tailgating, but it was after the game, so they should have just. I think they can't afford tickets. I think that's what it comes down to. Oh, that's absolutely what it is, and they're just freaking (laughs) taking space outside. See me, I that's the only football game I've been to, so I'm not talking like, oh, I'm so rich, I can go sit, uh, you know, right right over here. Only NFL game or any kind of really football. I've never been to any well high school games. I've never been to a college game or anything, but I'm thinking like. Why are you just out there harassing people when you can't even afford yeah. to go in? Just just nuts. I got punched in the face and like a bunch of people were running at me. Thankfully, I had people there with me and then the uh they had like the crossing guard cops, those fucking worthless pieces of shit uh that do nothing cuz I was basically getting jumped and they were just doing this kind of shit. For anyone listening, I'm motioning basically like a plane's coming. <laughs> Speaking of planes, and no, I'm just kidding. That's for later. Um uh, Dude, that that was ridiculous. The Cowboys fucking suck, and I'm so yeah. glad. Uh, no, I'm not glad that anyone's in trouble. But catch me up on what's going on with the Cowboys. It, yeah. is it Ezekiel Elliott? It is. Okay, so he's like had more like already already. This is his second season in the NFL, and it's the off season before the second season. So he's basically like a rookie plus half of an off season, and he's already had multiple like legal issues, like serious ones too. They're not like. Um, <clears throat> really was there minor. something about a girl or what, a drinking? I think both it? times. I think both times, and then some kind of like robbery or fight, something not robbery, but like a like a bar fight. Um, and then the Cowboys, of course, because he's good, they just brush it off like nothing because he's good. And he, if they, of course, they're not going to cut him. Of course, they're not. If they're if the NFL is not going to force him to suspend him or something like that, I don't think they're going to. But on the flip side, you look at like Lucky Whitehead, who was positively ID'd by witnesses. For Wait, who does he play clothes. for? Both play for the Cowboys. Really? Why had played for the Cowboys? Shows you how much I know. Who gives a fuck? Anyways. Dude, he's like probably not the guy you're thinking of. So this is like his second or third season. He's not done really anything any of his seasons. So he's like a wide receiver, small, undersized, like tons, end rounds, bullshit. Not really an impact player at all. So positively ID'd, which is incorrect. But so essentially as soon as I hear this, from the media, they cut him right away. They cut him, and then it comes back. Positively, I need for what though? For um, shoplifting or stealing clothes, something stupid. And then it comes back later, like, oh yeah, police have the wrong guy. It had nothing to do with Whitehead. Like he wasn't even in the area. Um, and all the Cowboys thought he was lying, basically. So they cut him. And then it comes back as that, and they're still like, yeah, we we stand by our decision here. And then he's like, he's like, basically, fuck the Cowboys. They didn't stand by him, and they just cut him after not even believing him. So the, the Jets end up signing him, but I think that's hilarious. Like, you see it, somebody who's confirmed, like, issues with the law, but he's an absolute stud. And dude, so, I met Ezekiel Elliott. He's, he's not that cool of a guy, to be dude, honest. Dude, I've, I've met, I've, I've been in the store where he has, and everyone says that, everyone that interacts with him, they're like, oh, he's a douche. Yeah, dude, I, like, I was at the club with him, and he was just pushing people away. People were like, oh, what's up, man, trying to shake their hands, you know. At the same place, there's been a Dambelzerian, uh, Crabtree... Yeah, other I mean, football players and stuff. A yeah. bunch of people, and everyone's cool. Um, who was the the brother that I told you? Uh, Pettis. Pettis. Oh, yeah. yeah, Pettis Anthony was there. And Sergio Pettis. Yeah, uh, I think it was Sergio that was there. And uh, everyone was going up, shaking his hand, saying what's up, and he was being super cool. Ezekiel Elliott had like his little, uh, like little power trip or something. No, like his people there, but oh, not oh, letting him not let him say what's up. And then someone was like trying to take a selfie, and he thought he was like in the selfie or whatever. And he goes up and says, delete that. What? You fucking suck. I mean, he's good, but he sucks. Yeah. But anyways, like that, it's crazy, the comparison. But because immediately the Cowboys organization bought into the media, right? Um, that just shows you how much leeway you have if you're a star. Right, right. 
And yeah. then, I mean, if you're actually good and people give a fuck, then... It's, unless you're named Michael Vick. If it has to do with animals, he did, <laughs> he did years in freaking prison, and I guarantee you there's people that have probably done way worse things and are, like, just not even get suspended. But anyways, so there you go. Ezekiel Elliott, he's a star, so he doesn't... Nothing happens to him after confirmed um, legal issues and then after a mishap with some ID, Lucky Whitehead gets cut. The, they don't even try defending him, and he has to move on to another team um, because he's not a stud, because he's not, like, a star that's changing the... like, impacting the game. I just think that's crazy. Speaking and that's of been, stars that are impacting the game, I think the one... Th- we were talking about this not that long ago is uh, Odell Beckham wants to be played as, a, as the highest-performing player, or what, what's, what's something the Something like that, yeah. Like he, he wants, wants to be paid the as most. the greatest, right? Right. That's what I've understood, yeah. Dude, this is, this is, this is my thing. He's not the best player on that side of the ball. He's not the best player on the field at any given time. He's not the best player. He maybe on his team he's the best player because New York sucks. But he's not even the best wide receiver. In the league, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know. There's like I, I would name at least three or four before him. Antonio Brown for sure. Julio Jones. Julio Jones for sure. Uh, maybe he's the third best. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's the third best. I mean, and, uh, um. What's that guy? AJ Green. I mean, on his on his like when he's on his game, he was I think he was more impactful than Odell. I mean, okay. Plus, you gotta talk about consistency. You can't talk about these fucking haphazard catches. I mean, those are great Dude, and that's skill, but I'm but, talking about consistency. Yeah. Well, he is I mean, he like fastest to a certain amount of touchdowns, like rookie records. Like, I mean, he is consistent in as as far as getting the ball. Like the only time I don't think he really made an impact is when he kept trying to fight um the freaking Ex Carolina, Josh Norman, the cornerback. Like yeah, when, I saw that. Josh fighting. Norman kind of shut him down. Yeah, yeah I, saw like, I, mean, that's, of that. I think that's like the only time. I mean, yeah, he is consistent. He's great. Like, he's a fantastic, he's absolutely elite, and he's only like in his third or fourth season. But, like, I don't know. I just think if, if you, I mean, there's, but, but see, the thing is, we're even on the wrong side of this. Like, we're comparing him to wide receivers. He's saying everybody. Like, you think, if you think about Rob Gronkowski or Tom Brady, or you think about J.J. Watt just, like, a season and a half ago. Like, you can't just say, oh, yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. should be paid more than all of those guys. Like, because, A, they're not winning the games that the Patriots are or even the Cowboys are. And, B, I don't even think he's the best at his position, you know? So well, I think that's what I was saying. Things, I said yeah. it just even at his position. Right, right. And I know, I'm just saying, I'm saying we're not even taking it to the max level that it could be. Taken. I mean, is it true that quarterbacks make, probably make the most money? Per, per position, yeah, I think so, but they should, you know, it's right, it's it's right. In well, they're in cases. pretty much a hundred percent of the time, right? When, when they're playing that, side if you, of the ball. if the, the fact is, and this is confirmed, if you have shitty quarterback play, look at the Houston Texans. That's what everyone thinks over the offseason. Like, if they get a star quarterback, if they get a solid starter, they're going to make the playoffs for sure. Like that was like that was like the easy bankable offseason storyline, and then, um, but really, I mean, we don't know because they took they took a mediocre to. Fairly terrible Brock Osweiler. And, and they, paid a fuckload of money for yeah, him. Yeah. How much? 60 million? Oh my Is that gosh, what it was? Something 72, I think it was. Something crazy. Jeez. Fuck this there's, fucking... There's so much money oh, in, in sports. It's insane. Yeah. Insane. But I'm excited for it to come back. Last, last year was a great year for football. It was a great season for football. Yeah. Being in Dallas, it was an incredibly annoying season for football. Oh, yeah. Um, but... Uh, there was a couple teams that really surprised everybody. Falcons obviously were one. Yeah. Matt Ryan had an outstanding season. Up until the last game, even, he played very well. Um, Raiders, the Raiders had a very yeah. good season. I, I think what was cool about it was that it was that 
it's like kind of the beginning storyline for so many teams. Like I think uh, for one, like of course, I mean, Eagles for Dallas, fans. For, yeah, for, for Dallas, for Philly, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And I mean, Derek, Derek Carr is already good, right? Everyone knew that he was already good coming into last season, but now He's we're insane. like, yeah, now we're like, oh wow, Derek Carr is like among the elite, you know? So that's pretty cool. And I think I think what's interesting too is I think we're starting to see certain people fade out, like Drew Brees and Philip Rivers. Hopefully Eli Manning, or actually hopefully not because he throws a lot of interceptions. <laughs> but <laughs> dude, sad, sad to say, but I th- I think Tom Brady's on his last three seasons. Oh, easy last three. I mean, I think I think he, he said he was going to play till he's forty, which I think he very well could. But if I had if I had a guess, the way I think it'll end up, I think he'll play. Two more solid seasons. He'll start like a third, maybe a fourth, and then through there he'll just kind of do like an Alex Rodriguez where it's like, yeah, we're going to put you in the lineup. You're hitting number four, but you're freaking not hitting any home runs. Your your average is terrible. And then he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to peace out now like halfway through the season. If I had to guess, it might be that. If if he starts to he's degrade. He's playing now just for the love of the game. Which is he's got awesome. all He's got all the money he needs. He's got a smoking hot wife. He's got kids that he likes. He could do so much other stuff. I'm, I'm sure he could like com- your kids. I'm sure. I'm sure he could commentate games. I'm sure. He I don't could even think he cares on. about that. Like I don't even think. I, I don't think he'd even care about commentating. I'm just saying he could have a career besides that. You know what right, I mean? It's right. not like. It's not like this wishy washy thing where where some people retire a million times. No names mentioned. Uh, but I mean, he's he's still consistent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Winning yeah. the Super Bowl. How old is he? Thirty six. Gosh, 36, 37, something like that. Yeah, but I, I agree. I think that's I think, crazy. He's he's playing for the love of the game at this point. His body has got to hurt at thirty six years old playing. playing he out he of says he feels great, and I believe him. Like if you look at like when people analyze like what his season looks like or what his days look like, like no wonder he's the greatest. But I still think he'll play a couple solid seasons and then be done. Which I'll be happy for him. Like I think I don't think you should keep getting tackled and freaking demolished by these 20 22 year olds 24 year olds cam when newton you're like 40 some odd years old yeah speaking of being tackled like crazy cam man. fucking newton oh man enough with this fucking football crib i'm just kidding i, I love we, football we got, but we got kind of on yeah, a we got some stuff there. to tack about um well i was in california i watched quite a bit of movies and then last night was my first real night back and we ended up watching dunkirk also yeah. but uh before yeah. dunkirk i want to talk about baby driver there's some mild spoilers in here so if you haven't seen it yet go and skip about three to five minutes uh up um but nothing major though we'll just talk about the movie in general i'm a big john john ham fan john bernthal kevin spacey's okay but uh, just honestly, I saw that because I just got done watching Mad Men. We talked about that in one of the earlier podcasts. Yeah, big John Hamm fan, um, and the movie really from the posters and the marketing of it interests me about zero percent. I, I wasn't interested right, at all. Right, I was like, maybe when it comes out, if it ever catches Netflix or fucking Hulu or whatever, I'll go and see it. But yeah, I started seeing all these posts on Facebook and Instagram and everything saying Baby Driver was so good. Right. And I decided to go see it. I thought it was extremely fun. I thought it was a different take on like a a movie like that. Um, what did you think? I, I had you watch it last night so we could kind of talk about it. We haven't digested it at all. But what did you think about it? Yeah, I saw. I saw. I thought it was cool. Like I think that he said going into it, he's like, some people, he's like, just FYI, some people are seeing it's like a musical, but he didn't see it that way. He just thought like it was heavily influenced um, by types of music that Baby was listening well, when I think, to. When I think of a musical, I think of, let's get some strawberries. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> like fucking uh, Oliver Twist and yeah, that kind of stuff. <laughs> to me, it was more along the lines of Guardians of the Galaxy, where they like have this really prominent and awesome uh, soundtrack, right? And then some of the of like th- of like music, like band type music, not like score, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Not like Hans Zimmer. I'm talking right, about like right. oh, they take ACDC, you know, back in black, and they make this really yep. badass uh, scene, <clears throat> and the scene is packed into the song on the chorus. It it gets into like the 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 big part of the movie, the exciting part of the scene, whatever. Right. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, yeah. t- I'm just talking about badass soundtrack. I'm not talking yeah. about like Oliver Twist and I don't yeah. know. I thought it, the story Fiddle was interesting. I like there was like enough like kind of like mystery in a sense to. Um, just kind of follow the ride and then just not feel like you're dying to like know the background and stuff. Like sometimes you just want to go see like a fun movie. That's a pleasant surprise. And I felt that that that's what it was. Cause like there was like hints of like, you don't know why he owes him money. You don't know why he's actually driving for this. He's kind of like just a kind hearted guy who's good at driving cars. And, and then Kevin Spacey he, uh, played Kevin Spacey. Yeah. I feel like he was just, he was, he was the same character over and over again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What? The phones are up top here. <laughs> that was our lovely niece. She's the best. Um, I th- I thought overall it was like an eight out of ten. Yeah, I think I thought, so too. I, I think it was, it was a, a fun solid, movie. Yeah, it was a solid eight. The the only part, and I'm trying. I'm not going to spoil anything, of course. The, the there's like a, tw- a kind of twist with John Hamm's character, kind of, and like they kind of shift the story to more focus on him towards the end, which I thought was weird, but. Um, just it felt kind of out of place. Like it was like I was tracking with it. I liked it. I like John Hamm. Oh, he's great. I'm just saying they. I don't want to talk about spoilers, but anyways, watch watch the movie Baby Driver. Solid eight out of ten, four out of five, whatever we want to do. Sure. Um, I thought it was really fun. I thought it was worth the money. If you if you like going to the theater, go and see that one. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple really cool car scenes. I'm not spoiling anything. It's in the fucking trailer. Watch the trailer. Don't bitch at me. Um, <laughs> another movie that I saw that you haven't yet is Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about this for about. 30 seconds. Sure. Super uh, Spider-Man has been done, redone, and overdone. They had the Tobey Maguire, what was it, Andrew Garfield, and now this young kid. What's his name? I don't even know his name. Tom Holland. Yeah. He's an English kid. English. I, I thought it was interesting. People said it was a really good movie. Uh, very entertaining. Uh, I thought it was mediocre at best. I'd give it maybe a 6 out of 10. Hmm. Uh, the plot was okay. It didn't seem like Spider-Man to me. Uh, he wasn't interested at all in Mary Jane, really. Um, it, it was just a very, very weird... It, I feel like it could have been... Have you seen that show Gotham? Yes. Okay, it's like the, it's like the Gotham version, of, or the Spider-Man version of Gotham to me. Mm. How it's just like in the same world. Using the it, same names, but, but it feels it's totally like, different. Uh, is this really that character? Yeah, I get that. You know, and then and then you have uh, Iron Man in it too, and it's just it's almost seems forced. You're like, eh, this is. It was all right. It, it was okay. I don't regret seeing the movie. I'm glad I saw it. But uh, would I watch it again? Uh, absolutely not. Um, but the other one that we watched that had a lot of hype coming into it. <laughs> oh man. So so name a couple of the actors. I mean, there's Killian Murphy, Tom Hardy. Who who else is in it? That fucking One Direction guy. Uh, Harry Styles. Kenneth Branagh. Um... And then DRC, what is his first name? Something. But he was in, in an old movie called Master and Commander that we liked. Um, but it was like freaking all the look, English actors look, that you if can you, think if about. You can, if, basically, when someone closes their eyes and goes, I want to make a badass movie, and I want English actors, and I want Irish actors. 
and I want the dopest score and the dopest director that has never made a flop. It's that one. It's that movie. You got Christopher Just Nolan. Just on paper, though. <laughs> you got Hans Zimmer. You got Tom Hardy. You got Killian Murphy and a bunch of these other, other, other badass English and Irish actors. Yeah. So on paper, this is the dopest movie of all time. Right. Mixed with people on uh, that personal friends saying, best war movie ever, best movie of the year, possible best movie ever. And it was a huge, <clears throat> colossal fucking letdown. Oh, my gosh. Why? I, I don't know. Okay. Two things that this might hinge on. The fact that we're American and not English, so maybe the power, the effect of it being an English story might not be there. But typically, it doesn't affect me, you know? Um, and then secondly, I didn't do research about Dunkirk until this morning after seeing it. I don't know if that would affect me going into the movie now if I was to see it a second time, which I'm absolutely not going to see a second time. I, I'm never going to do research on it. I'm going to be honest fuck. with you. Dude, that movie, man, it was an like hour and 40 some minutes i think of just, at the 30 minute mark oh, i'm like man is it over that's what i was thinking i was hoping i was hoping like christopher nolan let's a, let's oh, let's break this down really quick sure we're both huge tom hardy fans huge christopher nolan fans uh let, see, let's see like let's every see. nolan movie tom hardy uh legend phenomenal movie yeah um obviously his portrayal of bane i thought was love it very entertaining uh, Think darkness is your ally. Anyways. Um, Lawless. I loved his. I love his portrayal in Lawless with Shia LaBeouf. Um, Dude, Tom Hardy is fantastic. Peaky He's, Blinders. Oh, he was in that with Killian Murphy. Yep. Killian Murphy's portrayal of who was it? Scarecrow. Yep. Um, I mean, just everything basically, those guys touch. Basically, I'm a fan of the recipe. They used all the right ingredients. The recipe was perfect. The cinematography was stunning. I loved the color. Um, I liked how bleak it was. Like shot wise, it was bleak. Even in the beach, it wasn't like overpoweringly poweringly bright. And then the music was incredibly tense. But there was nothing. There was no. It substance. was just staring. It, it was staring. The whole fucking tiny movie bits was of dialogue. Staring. Lots of water and pseudo drowning. They would hop from ship to ship. Ship blows up. Switch to Tom spoiler Hardy alert. in the sky. Yeah, okay, this is spoiler alert, but we're not even spoiling plot because there was none. Like, I love Christopher Nolan. My favorite movie of all time, bar none, is The Dark Knight Rises. I think it's a perfect movie. Along with every other movie, basically, that... that we, I mean, we've seen, I think, all but his very first one, and I've tried to watch that first one. It's just a little bit bland for me. What is it? I don't even know what it's called, but it's about like this. It's it's his very, very first like feature film. But like, there's all the way from Memento to The Dark Knight Trilogy to The Prestige. Inception. Inception. All of that... Not Inception. Wait, is that Christopher Nolan? Pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Interstellar is too, huh? Is it? Yeah. So, like, all of these movies are fantastic. Like we were saying, his name's on it. It's going to make a lot of money. It's got our favorite English and Irish actors. Um, and it was it was just so boring. Like, I wanted to like it. I wanted to be invested. Like, there's a scene that shows Kenneth Branagh after, like, kind of some hope is being shown. Um, he, like, tears up, which is fantastic. And, I, like, that's the only part that actually hit me. The, uh, the rest of the movie, I think, is... I, and we're obviously, we've done tons of research, but I think it's between, like, three perspectives. The timelines kind of jump over each other. There's not really, like... It's not, like, flashbacky. It just kind of cuts to the next it's 30 sequence. minutes of movie from three different perspectives. That's what and it at, seems at the like, beginning, yeah. you're like, is this a flashback or is this happening it's at the confusing. same time? Yeah. It, I, I just didn't think it was th- very well there done. There was just... The, the, there the was no substance. Movie. I don't know. They, would, they were kind of drowning. And I was reading up on Dunkirk, and there was some stuff that 
that Nolan obviously didn't have in the screenplay. Yeah, what was one? What was one cool. part of it? You said that they there was one ship that ferried almost seven thousand, something like that, and then it ended up shooting a couple of German planes down. Like I'm thinking, man, that's freaking Hollywood right there. And that's like free. That's like they that's, wrote the script. For yeah, you. it's like oh, that's fucking history. Let's throw this paragraph into the script, and uh, yeah, it's badass. And then there's like we're not going to include it. Like there was nothing. They w- they would kind of drown, get out of the ship. What jump was off Killian the Murphy's ship, name in the ship. in the show? Shivering Soldier. Shivering Soldier. We were like you watching know it's the credits. Be a fucking awesome movie. We were watching the credits, and Killian Murphy's like, it's like Killian Murphy, Shivering Soldier. We're like, he was the worst character. He okay, we won't see that spoiler, but you'll see. You'll be like, what the hell? This is ridiculous. Worst character ever. Oh my gosh, dude! I wanted to like it, and if Christopher Nolan was sitting next to me, I wouldn't even hate on it. I would just ask him questions because I'm why. I just don't get the purpose of of shooting that with like two hundred million dollars, whatever one hundred and sixty million dollars it was. Like, I ah man, that's just really tough for me to justify a story like that. Because I remember when we, we, the very first clip is cool and it, it um, shows just jumps you right into the, to the the action, which is the only action of the movie, really. What do they say? You got like two minutes to to pique someone's interest, and it did. I, 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 I was like, okay, I'm wrapped. This is cool. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. And then once like the 15, 20, 30 minute mark hit, you're like, holy shit. I literally yeah. looked over and my sister was on her phone like texting when normally she's a big movie goer. Oh man. Oh man. This one was tough. I must say this one was tough for me to stick through. Like there were certain little glimpses of where you would be like, wow, this could really work. But most of the film just did not. Because it's like, it, to me, it felt like I was watching a history channel show, like a little special where you feel like, oh yeah, like there's going to be a lot of uh, like exposition and it's just going to show like these planes flying, shooting at each other in this like air dogfight or whatever. But th- it was that literally over and over again. And then there'd be tiny little glimpses where there'd be some kind of action. Um, but then it would just, it would just fall so flat. Oh my gosh. I was so frustrated with that movie walking out. I remember I didn't want to just be like F that movie or that movie was shit or whatever, because I didn't want to just say, I don't like pooping on people's creative and artistic creations you know I, re- I really i love that kind of stuff the fact that there's critics and rotten tomatoes has a gigantic impact on what a movie makes i think is fucking ridiculous because it's like especially when they're paid by the fucking yeah uh, like i don't rotten tomatoes are owned companies. by like fox or cnn or cnbc cnbc something like that like they're owned by like basically a studio um yeah let's look that up real quick but it is just so frustrating to me that people are literally just lauding this thing as going to be one of the greatest war films, films in general. It's owned by Warner Brothers. <laughs> Warner Brothers. That is hilarious. 30%, and the other is NBC and Comcast. Oh, my gosh. So basically, yeah, that's ridiculous. Wasn't Another it the topic, fucking but... beginning of the movie? It said Warner Brothers. Is it, wasn't it produced by Warner Brothers? Dude, I don't know. You'd have to look that up. Holy shit. Hang on a second. That's hilarious. But he's looking this up. You could look at who produced it. I I just don't get it. I want to. I want. I want to know the reasons why people love it. Like I don't know. Like if someone, I would love a counter argument to this. But what we were saying is that if a if a if a movie's just gonna have a bunch of these faces that you don't really recognize as characters, but you recognize it as, yep. as actors. Warner Brothers. Oh my gosh. No wonder it has a fucking 93 in Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So what I'm that's saying insane. is like, it is, it, that's, that's crazy that that's even a thing. But what we were talking about last night is like, 
if you're not going to be character driven, you got to be action driven. If you don't have action and you're not going to be action driven, you got to be like plot driven or there have was like no this lines. crazy plot. There was no there was, lines. There was no dialogue. I want to see the script for that movie, like just the dialogue. <sighs> yeah. It, it would probably fit on five or six pages. That's what I was going to say. It'd be, be like five or six pages. But dude, I just don't get it. I would typically love what? It's a, it's a, page, uh, a page a minute, minute a page? Yeah. That's insane. It's just, That's it crazy. Is crazy. Anyways, we're going to stop this rant. Um, I heard part of Tyga's new album. Uh, I think it's... I don't remember the name of the album. Let me look at it. What up. a transition. The music was good, though. Like we said, Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer it was cool. Yeah, it, was it was cool. There was like tick, literally like a ticking clock in it, Like, but it wasn't distracting. Like It all worked really well. There was just no substance to the movie, in my opinion. I don't know. Tiger's new album, Bitch, I'm the Shit Too. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> How did he come up with sucks. that one? Uh, Bitch, I'm the Shit Too came out recently. <laughs> Only uh, on an album like that. Like... What if it was you two? It's like, hello guys, this is Bono. Check out a new album, Bitch I'm the Shit Two. <laughs> well, that means they had a Bitch I'm the Shit One. Um, I only I, the, the one track that I heard that I really really liked was uh, "Move to LA." The real reason I really liked it probably because was uh, Ty Dolla Sign was on that. Yeah, um, I'm thinking Ty Dolla's on every hit nowadays, right? It's either him he, or the he's weekend. like the he's like the new Nate Dogg. Yeah. He, you know, like back in the day, well, like Dr. Dre, about that. Dr. Dre would, dude, you do, you hear tons of songs with Nate Dogg. I know, with I know. 50, I mean, I know. With Dr. Yeah. Dre, with Snoop, with tons of people. Tons of people. Anytime you wanted a catchy hook, hit up the boy Nate Dogg. Nate Dogg? Um, I think he's the new, I think he's the new Nate Dogg, man. Sure. He, anything he touches becomes a hit. I mean, he had that song with like Charlie XIXXXXXIXX, whatever her fucking name is. Uh, whatever, drop that kitty. Drop that Putin nanny, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> I loved his verse on that. The other song I want to, the other parts of the song I want to skip through. Sorry, Charlie X I X X C X X I X X. Dude, I'm in. Um, but I thought that was dope. Go listen to his album. Let me know what you think. If you guys are listening to anything else that's really cool, um, hit your boys up. Something else that was incredibly entertaining was uh, Mayweather and uh, McGregor press McGregor, Yeah. But but then they're seen getting off the same private jet. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I saw the what, photos. What the fuck is that, dude? Because they're, I guarantee you, they're, they're like going into this. They're like, okay, we want to make lots of money. Floyd's like, I got, I owe tons of money to the IRS. And Connor's like, <laughs> fuck the IRS. I want to make tons of money. And then he's like, they're gonna devise this way to make hundreds of millions of dollars. They're like, okay, you're gonna say this. You're gonna make fun of me this way. I'm gonna come and come back with this. Yeah, but Boom. dude, they they look so convincing. Like when he, when he told his boys yeah. like Voltron up or whatever he what said. The, whatever the fuck. He what said. the fuck was that? First of all, super gay. Floyd, if you're out there, that is the dumbest tagline I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, Floyd, and, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, no, but for real. Think yeah, and, about then, it. and then McGregor says something about like fuck Fifty Cent. Hey, what's up, New York? And then Fifty tweets at him like, Yo, this this white boy crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's all hype, dude. Yeah. That's that's pure hype. They're doing it right. Yep. If you have 50 Cent tweeting out about it, does this already... mic work? Then fuck this mic. <laughs> but you know what I mean? He's 50, my hero. 50 Cent's at already the same cool time, with, with Floyd. Um, and then for him to tweet out about the, the fight, obviously he's going to do that, right? But right. I mean, he's tweeting to McGregor. It is he, actually the biggest. It's going to be the biggest combat sports hist- event in history. And it's just crazy. You think about Connor's. Like thing, you know, like you're you're saying like Connor is arguably 
No, not even arguably. He's more well-liked across the board than Floyd is 100%. Because people are paying for Floyd's pay-per-views to watch him get beat up, which he never, in fact, does. Which may, I mean, he's well, People liked him when he was ever, pretty, but, pretty Boy defensive. Floyd or whatever they called him. Right. What was his and name? Then, yeah, Pretty Boy Floyd, and then now he's like Money Mayweather, whatever. Now, when he's Money Mayweather, people fucking hate well, him. I remember a plumber. We had a plumber in our house like three, four, five years ago. And I never really talked to someone who absolutely hated Floyd. I, I'm not a boxing fan. I, I we watch I, UFC. We were indifferent to him. I still am. I don't. Even I care really don't about. care. Yeah. I think he's entertaining to watch. But yeah, what was it like when he was? Oh God, dude, that's like the thing is what makes Connor so much better at this. I think not even not he's even a better controversially, man. way better. Like because he's got oh, man, he just has better. I don't even know how to explain it. He just got a better presence, but also charisma. Like, vocabulary too like the what he actually is saying like the the substance of his dialogue of course which is ridiculous because most of the time it just you got a children's school bag take off those high heels you know you're juiced wearing up. wearing like the 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 uh pinstripe suit with fuck you on it like that's <laughs> that hilarious awesome. now he's got a clothing line what a genius like he's that's gonna, what i'm saying he, like, he's gonna make more money on that long term Nah, oh, that's man. not true that's not i don't true, know about but, that but gosh dude this is i mean there's no way he's gonna win i, I mean i I was arguing with somebody, not even arguing, we were just chatting about the fight, and as much as I would like to see him knock him out, like, there is you're, no... You're just saying he and he. Are you talking about Connor knocking Floyd Mayweather out? Right. There's no way Connor's going to knock Floyd out. There, There's no way. I mean, I think it... Sorry about that, guys. We were just making the predictions for uh, the Connor-Floyd Floyd fight. Fine. We've said it many times. Yep. Um, I think I think that Connor does have a chance to knock him out, but I mean, what, I, I, what some people are saying does, is, is he needs to basically fight a little dirty. He needs to he needs to fight in the clinch. Um, it's going to be interesting because he's got heavier gloves, all that shit, whatever. We are not boxing professionals. If you want to go listen to someone that is, uh, go listen to Joe Rogan. He knows Connor. Uh, he's met Floyd. Go listen to what he has to say. I'm basically just regurgitating that information. But basically, next week, go ahead and tell him what we're going to do. Yeah. So next week, we're going to do our production um, episode talking about how we actually shot our short film, Fragile Fish. Um, I think it was last week or two weeks back, we did the pre-production version, just chatting about how we came up with the story, um, how we casted the whole thing, how that all worked. Um, casted, is that a word? I don't know, but I'm going to roll with it. Cast cast yeah we just cast whole, yeah that's it no ed okay cool so we talked about that now next week we're going to talk about production which is essentially shooting the whole thing um what we did for the three days that we did shoot um and then a couple weeks we'll do like the post-production stuff but that's coming up next week yo 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 check us out we are on stitcher we are on um the i like podcasts on itunes um, and then if you want to go directly to the source we are on soundcloud you can find us anywhere at the gray area or the gray area podcast g-r-e-i-g-h gray um, gray yeah that's like for our last name you'll just look it up by that um and then you'll find us we're also on twitter listen, give us a follow we don't really tweet but we're on twitter what's our twitter handle at the gray brothers or at gray brothers i think because um, we're kind of a conglomerate of creativity. So we do it kind of under the banner of, of our last name, the fact that we are related. Um, we create movies. We did some TV stuff back in the Dizzy, and then we're now doing this motherfucking podcast. Oh, and music. All right, everybody. And until music. next week, we will see you. Bye now. Bye bye. Okay, bye.